Catherine King is member for Ballarat, joins us on the program. Catherine, good morning. Good morning, Marcus. Uh, look, I don't know. Uh, why is it that uh, under this current government we have seen gross mismanagement of public funds? It's not the Liberal or National Party's money. It's Australian taxpayers' money. We pay a hell of a lot of taxes. We're one of the most overtaxed nations on this planet. I would have thought a fair and even distribution of that funding was, oh, I don't know, democratic. Well, you would think so, but clearly the government has now decided that this is Liberal Party money and that they are a Liberal government and they will do whatever they want to do to make sure that they win an election. Uh, it is pretty clear now that you know, they, they basically do not care and they think they can get away with it. Uh, and they've been getting away with it. They saw, you know, sports rules, at least there was a process. People were allowed to apply. Yeah. This one, there was a you know, spreadsheet. Here's the 20 top marginals between the Prime Minister's office uh, and Minister Tudge's office. And the, the Treasurer put in for a bid for some. I think uh, Angus Taylor, the Minister for Energy, said, look, I'll have some of that pie as well. Thanks very much. Uh, and basically, they just all decided this is what's going to happen. So we end up with 47 car parks announced um, over 87% of them in Liberal Party and in target seats literally just before the 2019 election. So, you know, all those commuters who may need car parks in, you know, Labor seats or in, you know, seats held by independents, um, you know, who are stuck in a commute, apparently, you don't get a, you know, you don't get a Guernsey in this project. It's completely unfair. Catherine, the irony is that, uh, look, some of these car parks weren't even built and the ones that were built were built at ridiculous prices. I talk about the, you know, Peter Dutton's car park pork barrelling up there in, in Queensland. $87,000 a car park space by the time this thing... <laughs> I mean, honestly... It, exactly, and that's the problem because there's been no proper process, haven't spoken to councils, haven't spoken to state governments and haven't said, oh, where can we put these things? Where are they? You know, where is the congestion? Where are they needed? They're now in this ridiculous situation. I think they've only managed to build two of them uh, at all. We've had, they've had to cancel five of them. I went to one in Victoria in Balaclava where there was yeah. no land, like absolutely no land available for it at all. Uh, and then when they are having to build them, so the one I think at Woi Woi, I think it's over now over $200,000 for every single car park place because it's basically is not, not going to work there. So in the way in which they, they originally said, you know, they budgeted $15 million for this thing. So again, because they, because of all this failure, um, then, you know, now taxpayers are potentially going to have to chip more money in or, you know, and the program's not working. And again, like, this is a government that just thinks it can get away with it. It does not care that this is how it spends taxpayer money. And, and I'm saying loudly and clearly, don't let them get away with it. This is actually not OK. It is now beyond, you know, anything we've ever seen before. Uh, and they deserve to get punished for it at the next election. Like, it is just ridiculous. What is a, an overall figure of the amount of, amount of money uh, that was spent uh, on the car park? Uh, uh, I don't want to... Well, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> so, what is it, yeah, the Urban this... Congestion Fund? What a great name. Yeah, so the Urban Congestion Fund, which was announced in the 2018 budget, so this yeah. is, these are budgeted funds. You know, they've already been appropriated yeah. for the purposes. So, so they're, they're not, elect, you know, it's not just an election campaign, oh, we, get, we would like to do this. This is budgeted appropriated funds. Uh, is $4.8 billion. That's it. Uh, exactly. Uh, this is a $600 million component of it. There is mm. over uh, $2.3 billion literally sitting in the budget ready for them to announce at the next election campaign. Well, and you can it. just see what they're going to do. That's, no, that's it. What, 
Yep. That, that's what's going to. That's what is going to happen. Happen again at the at, uh, ahead of uh, whenever Scott Morrison pulls the trigger on the next federal election. We know that they're behind now in the polls. Uh, what better way than trying to you know spruce up your, your local electorates, those that are marginal, those that uh, you're struggling in, than I don't know getting into this urban congestion fund and pork barrelling money into seats to buy votes. That's effectively <laughs> what it is. Yep, it is exactly what it is. It's exactly what they will do with it. Um, you know, it is. We do call it sports rorts on steroids because I said at least, yeah. you know, what they said, the lesson they seem to have learned from sports rorts is don't have any process. That's what they seem to have learned. Mm-hmm. Not that this is actually unfair, or you've made all these clubs put in these applications, and you know, there's lots of, of need out there. Actually, let's have a look at it. They've just said, oh well, let's not have any process at all. We got damned because we had a process. Let's not have one at all. Let's just have 20 marginal seats. And Prime Minister's office and, and Tudge's office will decide who gets it and, and sign off on it. That's basically what this looks This you know, this is what they've yeah. done with this one. I don't know. And it's, and it's simply not fair. Like, it's not fair to those communities who, you know, largely where congestion's often worse, yep. uh, where, you know, it's not fair they should have an opportunity to transparently bid for these projects as well or at least to be consulted mm. over whether, you know, this is needed in their community. All right. Just on another issue, Catherine, before I let you go, uh, down in your neck of the woods, Ballarat, of course, Victoria, uh, Dan Andrews announced uh, late yesterday that there would most likely be an extension to the lockdown there. Uh, How are people feeling in Victoria at the moment? Yeah, look, I think we're okay, um, you know, and our hearts really go out to you. We, we know, you know, we so want you to succeed in New South Wales. We know how awful this is, having been through the 112-day lockdown around this time last year. Um, I think we feel pretty confident that, um, you know, the numbers are looking okay, that we can get control of this, but we really want them to succeed. You know, none of us want the lockdown extended. You know, I had to do homeschooling all day yesterday. Yeah. It's, it's exhausting, yep. uh, frankly. It's hard to work. It's stressful, all of those things. Of um, but I think most of us just get it. Like, we've been through this before. I think we'd rather get it get it under control uh, than, than, you know, than open up too early, frankly. That's just most people's view. That There'll be, you know, people who differ a bit from that. Um, but I think we're managing and surviving okay. I wouldn't want it to be, you know, too long. And we'll hear today just how long that's going to be. I suspect it'll be maybe another week, but um, hopefully it'll be shorter than that. But, you know, our hearts do go out to everyone in New South Wales. We get this. We know, you know, this shouldn't be, um, you know, one state against the other or any of those sorts of things, which unfortunately our Prime Minister tried to pit, pit us against each other during the last the lockdown last year. This is really about, you know, we want you to succeed. We need you to succeed. And every single part of us, you know, desperately wants people to be okay. And, and the message from Victoria loudly and clearly is that, you know, you've got this, stay the course, you know, really look after yourselves and, you know, we'll be there at the end of it cheering you, you know, cheering you on all the way. Yep. Good to chat. Thank you, Catherine, for your time. Good to talk to you, Marcus. All right, there she is. Um, Labor MP, member for Ballarat, Catherine King on car park rorts. I mean, really, 87% of them in, well, 77% of the money spent in coalition seats, another 10% in marginals, ones that they were aiming to win. And there's still adequate funding available for more of the same kind of (laughs) pork barrelling, which apparently is okay. You're allowed to do it. According to the Deputy Premier of New South Wales, there's nothing to see here. And there's plenty of money available uh, for when Scott Morrison pulls the trigger on the next federal election.